He has his own podcast. What is it, y'all? Get my shit together. Welcome to the Getting My Act Together podcast for Tuesday, April 12th, 2022. I hope your week is off to a great start. I hope you are doing well over there in Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. Or as they, I think I'm supposed to call it now, the Czech Republic. Saw we have a listener over there. Maybe you accidentally clicked on it. Maybe you got spammed. But I'm glad you're here. I've been to your country on more than one occasion. I'm a big fan of your most obvious author, Franz Kafka, who might not even have been a fucking Czech for all I know. But the as <laughs> as uh, some of the 15 underscore versus underscore 15 pointed out in one of his previous reviews, this is like reading Rainbow or something like that with a comic. Well, yeah, I loved Kafka, loved Franz Kafka. And as a matter of fact, I think I titled the at last uh, one of the last couple podcasts Joseph K. Named, uh, you know, after the the protagonist of, or really, let's get into a deep talk, deep discussion of Kafka. Uh, who is the protagonist? The system, in the trial. In Franz Kafka's the trial, who is the protagonist? Can we say it's Joseph K. Or really, is K. The antagonist is K, the person is K, the object of the system and what it's doing to him. I don't know. I don't also know really what's wrong with my voice. I think it's uh, a little bit of hay fever, a little bit of uh, allergy. Who knows what's going on? But anyway, my friends in Czechoslovakia, the Czech Republic, I appreciate you listening and uh I should know. Kafka's not fucking Czech, right? He's he's like German or Austrian. Well, who is the Czech writer that I'm thinking of on the Reading Rainbow? I'll come back to you, Mr. or Mrs. or MX. I think that's how you say it. In, in 2022, I will come back to you, my Czech listener, but thank you so much. I uh, You know what? If, if I've never mentioned it, I actually one time went to Prague Castle, which is up at the top of the top of the hill there in your beautiful town. And while I was standing there, if I mentioned this on the podcast, I'd be hard-pressed to think that I have. But I, I bumped into quite literally almost Edward Norton, the great American actor Ed Nor- Edward Norton. There we were. My wife and I and Edward Norton and some banged-up chick he was with. God, does he have terrible taste. No, <laughs> I couldn't tell you who he was with, but there he was. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and we both shrugged, and that was it. He's like, are you running Limerick on Tuesday? I'm like, you know what? I, I am, Edward. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be at Limerick tonight, the 12th day of April, with another incredible lineup. And I'm I'm uh, curious to see what's going to happen with my voice throughout the duration of this podcast. But, again, if you work in voiceover... Hook me up. The all new Dodge, no, the the uh, the new Ford Raptor. When you're tired of people asserting themselves and asking for their human rights, buy yourself a Ford Raptor and run them over. Ford, the official vehicle of quelling civil disobedience, the official vehicle 
of the authority. Limerick is tonight. Speaking of authority, I'm, I'm going to talk about Limerick. I just want to, in the spirit of paying off the listeners, the people who listen to this podcast, you know, I may mention something on one podcast and people said to me, yeah, it would be nice if you would fucking circle back on that idea or something so we have a little bit of a thread. Well, it's happening now, okay? Simply riffing on the Ford Raptor or the, being the vehicle. A Ford, rich with anti-Semitism, you know, and, and you know what, fucking anti-Semitism, you're not that unique, Ford. There are lots of people, lots of corporations who are anti-Semitic, like Bayer Aspen. <laughs> All right, here's what I want to say about picking up a thread and just talking about the vehicles of the authority, reminding me of it. A couple podcasts ago, I was talking about Mike Krzyzewski, the authoritarian coach of Duke basketball, former coach of Duke basketball, whose career ended in a defeat to the University of North Carolina, who then themselves shat away a lead in the national championship game. Anyway, someone came up to me the other night and said, you know, I listened to the podcast, and I don't know anything about Mike Krzyzewski or basketball or any of that bullshit. And I said, that's fine. But I wanted to pick up just a little bit if I could on why K irritates me so much and why the handshake bullshit and if you don't remember what happened the leader of men much like urban renewal and the and the people who hold themselves out as holier than thou do things a better way uh, his basketball team when they lost they ran off the floor which I don't blame them because they're 19 and 20 they don't know better but it's on K and I always think Kay is an asshole when he loses, and it reminds me that's what I don't like about authority figures because they're great until they fucking have their, somebody says the emperor has no clothes, and then they're just like us in the middle of People magazine looking a little bloated, walking our little teacup poodles along the boardwalk in Santa Monica. That's stars just like us. So Kay doesn't Kay takes his team off the floor. He doesn't take his team off the floor. His floor is I just don't like that. Like and you know why? Because you have tried to drill this shit into me all my life. Stand with my hand over my heart, tell the truth, all this bullshit that doesn't work. And I'm not mad about that right now. I'm just saying why I react so strongly. And then you, when it's time to salute and do all this standout brave shit that you make me do and you make me pay my taxes. Uh, your team walks off the floor. Am I talking about Kay? Well, I'm also thinking about the former president, number 45, Donald J. Trump, who was such a pussy, he didn't show up to fucking pass the baton to Joe Biden. Like, that's that's what I mean. Like, not that Trump really ever... <laughs> In Trump's defense, he never... Here's why I like Trump. I like... Do I like Trump better than Kay? Absolutely. You know why? Because Trump's not bullshitting on who he is. It's apparent who he is. But the idea that a former president is such a fucking pussy, he's not going to just sit there and pass the baton to Diamond Joe, it rankles me. It rankles me. But I, but my kid <laughs> would have to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. All right, all right, all right. So anyway, there, I'm picking up on the thread. That's what I don't like about K is all my life I've been told, Okay, okay, all right. Look, we're just starting the podcast. 
my voice is uh, prepubescent or about to break. So let's just let's take a deep breath and relax and see what happens here. Okay, here's what's going to happen tonight. There's going to be limerick comedy. All right, I'm going to be hosting the main show. My number one, Tamar Rubin, is going to be hosting Lightning Round. I said it. Yeah, I know. Women doing comedy. <laughs> I'm going to have Tamar. Tamar is going to host. I'm going to have. Tamar is hosting again. She, like I said last time, did a bang-up job, and people were raving about her ability to host. And why not run it back with Tamar Rubin? That's what the people want. People didn't say, hey, dude. Wish you would have host Lightning Round. They said to me, you know what? Tomorrow was great. So she's going to do it again. I'm, I'm very grateful that she's going to do it. I'll be hosting the main show. Okay? Who else will be on that show? A couple people making their Limerick comedy debuts. I'm thrilled about it. Going first. Batting leadoff. In the bullet spot. Digging out, quite frankly, sometimes for the host. Me. Sometimes I just get on one and it uh, goes nowhere. Um, but I'll try not to leave a mess for him because he's such a good guy. Yes, Heater, I appreciate the reminder. Because he's such a good guy and a funny comic and he deserves more in his Limerick debut. So you know what? This is me saying I'm going to do a goddamn set tomorrow night hosting and set it up nicely for Gabe Haynes. Gabe Haynes, uh, up from Savannah, Georgia sometime in the last year or two. Glad that he's here doing his thing, and he will be kicking off Limerick Junction Comedy. He's going to be followed by another transplant making her main show debut and a loyal supporter of Limerick. I'm so grateful. She has a T-shirt that she reps around the country in comedy clubs. Y'all make a lot of noise for Angela Kimmel. How great is that? She's going to be making her Limerick debut. Long overdue for both of them, and they're going to be followed by a comic who is, you've heard me talk about... You can have a comic who can open the show or close the show. Well, he's done both, so I thought tonight I'd just mix it up and stick him right in the middle. It's Ty Dixon. What? Yeah, Ty Dixon. He's a beast. How do you spell it on Instagram? I don't know, but I know his last name is D-I-X-S-O-N. So please check him out. Check out everyone. Coming up after Ty Dixon is Fielding Edlow. A Los Angeles comic who is a force of nature herself and doing big things beyond just stand-up. As if, you know, fucking L.A. just stick to the craft. <laughs> In L.A. they're like, we like to stick to the money. We write and we act and we're triple, th- uh, triple threats. We do all sorts of things. Uh, anyway. I'm thrilled that she's in town, and she's going to murder Limerick. I'm very confident of it. So following fielding will be uh, Amy Brown, who formerly was uh, Amy Gibbs Brown. But I don't know. She dropped her maiden name? I don't know. She What she is is undefeated at Limerick, and I'm not going to jinx her and <laughs> give her a little bomb sweat. She rips, and she, like I said, she's undefeated at Limerick, so... She will be uh, second to last and then closing out the main show, your feature comic. One of the co-hosts of the very popular 4th and 10, F-O-R-T-H, and 10 podcast, David Perdue, who has not been back on the main show at Limerick, I don't think, since since uh, in the last year, since we 
like COVID ended since COVID. I don't know what since before I got COVID. So that's it. Six comics on the main show. David Perdue, Amy Brown, Fielding Edlow, Ty Dixon, Angela Kimmel, and Gabe Haynes. So please come. No, please. I mean, you know what? Come out to Limerick. That's what I'd like you to do. Oops, I just whacked the microphone. Come out to Limerick. I'm not going to say please. You know it's a free show in Virginia Highland. And you know it's not going to last forever. And you know these, when they say these are the days, these are the days. So come check it out. I mentioned 15 underscore versus underscore 15 because he left me a review. You know, we only communicate through reviews. And, and not this goes for everyone except 15. Because now so I got another review in Apple Podcast. Thank you so much for the review, by the way, other person. Uh, but, you know, you can email the podcast. And that is yesjoesmith at gmail.com. And you can ask me questions. You can ask me questions about me. You can ask me questions about you. You can ask me questions about shit that I will just... I, you know what I will do? I don't even... I won't do any research. But you know what? I'll have a well-reasoned thought about something. So if you say, hey, should I pay my taxes this year? I will give you my, my thoughts on that. If you say, should I buy a used Chevy Nova or should I buy a brand new Honda Accord? I will take you into my thinking on that. If you're dating someone and you want to break up with them, but you don't know how to do it, or you want to know how you can, uh, if you're about to be broken up with and you want to know how you can salvage that relationship, I can tell you how to do that. The way you do that is you break up with that person first. Okay? That's, that's all you do. If you are not getting what you want in your relationship, just simply pull up the drawbridge to your heart and let the other person all of a sudden fucking snap to attention and see what they're missing. Okay? I have lots of thoughts about all the bullshit in my life, your life, uh, Vladimir Zelensky's life. Uh, speaking of... Uh, Alright, I'm not going to go there. So you can get in touch with me via yesjoesmith at gmail.com. It's easier than me... Uh, it's easier than me checking Instagram, which I don't like to do because then it leads to... Returning, you know, whatever. You get a hold of me any way you want, but you don't have to leave. <laughs> you don't have to leave your conversations in the iTunes review unless you are 15 underscore. Because I got another review from, I mentioned that woman who came up to me at the Laughing Skull, and it was very emotional for me. Like, I'd never, I, don't, I didn't, I don't want to say I don't remember her. I didn't have a recollection of her, but she'd seen me. Uh, performing at the punchline and then she followed me and the podcast and x y and z i told you all about that well she left a very nice review she said in the title of the podcast in, in the title of the review it says the universe and she leaves five stars thank you that's what you're supposed to do and she did that part i appreciate it she said i highly recommend this podcast and share it often okay well, keep sharing it. I appreciate that. It is, you are the, uh, what are they called? The street team. So thank you very much. She said, it's always a pleasure running into you, Mr. Smith. 
thank you for your kind words. You are the sweetest. Right. So it goes from like a podcast review to like a personal message, which I, I will take and I am so grateful for. She said, I was at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, which is a beautiful historic theater that you, if you don't live in Atlanta, it doesn't mean anything to you, but it's really beautiful. She said, I, she said, I was at the Fox, Fox Theater Wednesday night and couldn't help but picture you up on that stage. You know what? The universe, Beck, what is it? Beck, Beck, Beckles? What the fuck is it? Sorry, that's not you. That's me at my eyes. Beck LZ33. I need more of you. So keep spreading the word. That is so sweet. You couldn't help picturing me up there. What was I wearing? Was I was I wearing? Thank you so much. That is so that's so touching. And you know what it is? Also, and fuck all the haters, okay? That's something I say now. Fuck all the haters. It's inspiring. And there's nothing wrong with trying. And you know what? I used to say on this podcast, I just want to headline clubs Thursday through Sunday or get to a place where I can be like Chad Daniels and parachute in and do Friday and Saturday, slaughter, 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 and go home with a check. That would be great. But you know what? Beck LZ33, you make me want to play theaters now. Why not? Why shouldn't I play theaters? Well, <laughs> because you're... You know what? Because you're a white man and, and things aren't good for you. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I, I'm inspired. Why not? I could rip the fox, but I just want to be. I like the, I like the comedy clubs because the ceilings are generally low and it feels like anything could happen. <laughs> but, uh, but I think what she's referring to is the podcast. And, and she said, I was at the Fox Wednesday night. I couldn't help but picture you up on that stage. I will be there. And hopefully 15 underscore versus underscore 15 will be there too. Pressure is on 15. And 15, don't worry. I, I've never, and I didn't, I didn't really love when you, I, you thought I was questioning your support for the podcast. <laughs> when you said, my reasons are mine alone for why I blah, blah, blah which I loved because it reminded me <laughs> of the hunt for Red October. Well, the rest is something I alone will have to answer for. Well, you took a goddamn submarine and these men with you, Marco. Fifteen, I've never questioned your loyalty. I've never questioned your support. You are with, I mean, if we're ranking favorite listeners, fifteen is number one, and then everyone else is just uh, number two. Right? I don't want to say they're that far away. But what I'm saying, 15, is this listener, Beck LZ 33 is emerging, okay? She's not, she's not anywhere. Except, I don't want to say she's not anywhere. 15, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's out here now. She is out here. She is a reviewer who has now a personal connection, I have a personal connection with, like I do with 15. So, you know what? I, the two of you, I can't wait for the two of you to get a, your own spinoff podcast. That's really what it should be. Tune in to Getting My Act Together and then the after show, the after party, the after podcast, 
with Beck LZ33 and 15 underscore versus underscore 15. That's the brilliant idea, isn't it? I am just an idea man. It's like uh, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. We'll make these shows about these housewives, and then afterward we'll have a show where we talk shit about them with some of the other housewives. Brilliant. So that will be the two hosts of the the post-GMAT Getting My Act Together podcast show. The host will be Beck LZ 33 and 15 underscore versus underscore 15. She said, I, I will be there on that state in the... You know what? Everybody's welcome to the Fox Theater when I do the podcast there. Trust me. And you know what? You've inspired me so much, Beck LZ 33 that... I now really should hone in on a on a structure to the podcast because people probably aren't going to want to just sit there and see me try to meander my way through an hour and a half of entertaining them, but maybe they will. Maybe if there are enough you, 15, and this is why the podcast is so fucking great for me. I can just talk my shit. If nobody listens, nobody listens. But if people like you listen, then there are more of you out there. There's more of me out there. All right, all right, all right. Hopefully, 15 underscore versus underscore 15 will be there, too. She closes by saying, I'm honored to be a part of the GMAT universe. We need t-shirts. I'm, I'm flattered, blown away that the podcast right now, in its infancy, has such kindness from people like you, Beck, LZ33, and 15 underscore versus underscore 15. You're definitely part of the GMAT universe. I am not going to make any t-shirts immediately. However, there are a couple things. I continue to work with my designer on the coasters, which have a, my, my smiling or my, my mug and a pair of sunglasses on. We're working on the coasters and also if you want a t-shirt 15 or Beck LZ or anyone else I have Limerick I have a limited edition limited amount of Limerick comedy t-shirts remaining I think I have three smalls uh, an XL and two two XLs so that's like six t-shirts that that are remaining so if any of those are your sizes, let me know. And I'm sure 15 will just communicate his size <laughs> through his review. But you also, like I said, you and any listener, including uh, you know, Red Star Prague, you can you can send me an email at yes Joe Smith and I'll return I'll return it. And if you want a Limerick t shirt, hurry up and get them because they are not gonna be made again. It was a very nice review from the universe, back LZ33. And the, and the reason I saw it is because I do my daily, or not daily, my bi-weekly, bi-weekly, semi-weekly look at the iTunes to see if 15 has checked in. And sure enough, he has. And here's what he said in his last review um, posted uh, Friday. When I was... I had soldiered through that podcast last Thursday night, sitting <laughs> sitting on a beach in Miami, Florida. More accurately, it was Key Biscayne. I don't know if that means anything to anyone. It didn't really to me, but uh, I think it's easier just to say Miami. 
the podcast came out that morning, the Friday morning, same day. Fifteen left this review, which says five stars. <laughs> and the, the title of 15's review is simply question. <laughs> you know what? I bitched, bitched, complained last time that we were just, uh, we needed more people writing into the podcast. People are writing in. They're writing and they're talking to me through the reviews, so I'll take it. 15 says, question. Dear Mr. Host, does your wife listen to your podcast? 15, that's a, that's a great question, an interesting question. Dare I say a provocative question. I don't know why you ask that, sir. I'd, I'd, I'm curious why you ask. I was going to say I'd love to know. I don't know if I'd love to know. I'm curious why you ask it. You think, because probably you're like, she's only going to love him more. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking, 15, but uh, the answer to that question is, and in the, in, in the spirit of continuing the narrative, 15, I don't want to tell you how to leave your review, but maybe in one of the next couple reviews you leave or in an email, you can tell me the rationale for asking that just so we can have a bit of a dialogue, a bit of a chat. Does my wife listen to the podcast? Here's, I, and I saw this, I saw this review two days ago. So what I did not do consciously was I did not ask her because I thought maybe we could talk about why you were asking that and try to figure it out. Uh, I don't know. So the answer is I don't know. But now that, that I've broached it and you've asked the question and I've mentioned it on the podcast, I will ask her tomorrow. I will ask her if she listens. I know she has listened. And uh, I've I've heard her. What can I say? I don't. I couldn't tell you when that was because life is such a blur now. I heard someone say that COVID life is every day is blurs day. Um, I couldn't tell you if she listened last summer or, you know, two summers ago. Because the podcast is a, a year and a half old, something like that. Anyway. It's still in its infancy. I told you I'm going to do it until I die. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know the answer. I know she has listened to it. I know she has told me uh, that something was funny once. She said uh, that was funny when you were talking about whatever it was. And the only other really conversation we've ever had about it was I told her. And, and maybe she made some comment then like, all right, let me tell you what I told her. I said, I, I asked and probably mentioned it on the podcast that I was going to gain clearance from her to discuss our miscarriages. And I did that. I said, hey, I, I on the podcast, I, I talk whenever that was. It's a podcast episode titled, We Should Talk About This More, I think it's called. Wait, it goes way back. And before I posted it or put it on put it up dropped it <laughs> it hit the streets that podcast about miscarriages i i gave her you know i didn't say hey dude uh, you're gonna be cool let me put out this podcast about uh, miscarriages but trying to be respectful i just want to run a buyer and she said 
I don't know what she said. I don't remember what she said, but she didn't say no. And, uh, you know, she was aware that I was talking about it. I might have even led, let her listen to it. She probably wasn't enamored with it. Probably, I mean, she is supportive, but she probably wasn't enamored with replaying those experiences and then anything associated with that, like me talking about it. But that's really maybe the last time, I, and, and I didn't violate the covenant 15. I, you know, she said post it, so I posted it. I think that's what she said. But I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. She uh she listens to podcasts though. Maybe that's why you're asking, because she's the other night in Florida, Miami, Key Biscayne, she said she was gonna listen to a podcast when I was recording one. I don't know. It's it, you know what it's not her nature to listen it wouldn't be her nature to listen to me doing that. D- d- doing the podcast because I think first and foremost, she is a very respectful person and and respects. We have in our relationship one of the things I think that's uh, been a, a, a key to success, a success factor in our relationship is we respect one another's independent lives, not uh, private lives, like not like we have secrets or, I mean, I don't. <laughs> Although... Today in my car, I found a lips, not lipstick, but like a lip balm thing, a tube of lip balm that very clearly looked like it was marketed to women. And I brought it in and I said, uh, is this yours? And she said, no, it's not. <laughs> so somebody is trying to get me in trouble. I found a, a lip balm in my car. I couldn't tell you the last time. I couldn't tell you the last time I had a passenger in my car who was not my daughter. And as a matter of fact, I found the lip balm stick that was uh, clearly marketed to women, clearly for women, in the in the back seat, underneath the passenger seat. So there is a possibility that my daughter swiped it from somebody and just dropped it out of her hand in the back seat of my car. And she's trying to fucking jam me up and get me in trouble with mom. And finally, once and for all, get Pence out of the house. <laughs> Maybe my daughter is, that's my daughter's subterfuge. I will take Miss So-and-So's lipstick from school. I'll drop it in the backseat of dad's car. Maybe mom will find it. Or maybe dad will walk in the door like a dope and tell on his self. You know what? That's a sign that I'm not cheating on my wife because somebody who was running some business uh, on the side wouldn't walk in like, hey, whose lipstick is this? He would see it and throw it immediately into the green trash can next to his car. So there, I'm not doing it. But I wonder who put me in the jackpot. I was talking about my wife and I valuing uh, our independent lives. Also, here's a good tip. Young couples, couples, people who want to be in couple in relationships uh, characterized by respect. Here's a simple rule. Don't do anything that you wouldn't... Don't do anything in your life away from your partner that you wouldn't do in front of your partner. 
think that's a pretty good it's a pretty good uh, rule to abide because it's respectful and then the moment you do something away from your partner that you wouldn't do in front of them you're excluding them and then it becomes disrespectful and then they're probably going to decline a couple points or pegs in your head just without really thinking so don't do anything outside of or or fucking dude i know i sound like such a prude i guess but i'm trying to i'd rather have a solid relationship than a fucking strip club really (laughs) this is (laughs) you live in atlanta all right here's the thing here's what i'm trying to say you want to see how much someone cares about and respects their partner watch what they do when they're away from their partner and think to yourself would they do that if their partner were around and even if they're like no i will get head from some woman in front of my wife or away from my wife well they're they're not treating their partner any differently so they're not so that's better than i think concealing it and hiding it anyway we've had a bit of a tangent there we've had a fairly healthy respect for our independent lives and my wife may have listened to the podcast but like i said her inclination is probably more to just say oh that's his thing and doesn't need to be up in my business all the time. She's not up in my business, you know, as, you know, like I said before, it's not in a sitcom kind of way. John, what are you doing over there? So my my 15 answers, it's a long way of answering your question. My expectation is she probably doesn't. Again, just probably to say that's his thing. And why do I need to be in there? Much like she used to go to a boot camp here in Atlanta. And it was, I mean, sure, I wasn't lining up to go at 5 in the morning or 5.30 or whatever it was. But I, you know, I met a couple of the people and they were very nice. And, you know, they said, why don't you come running with us in the morning or something like that? Why don't we see, why don't we see you around? And I would always say, and it wasn't just because it was at 5 in the morning and fucking lunatics. But it was also like, well, that's her thing. And why shouldn't she have that? You know, like not why shouldn't she, but that's her thing. Her, Those are her friendships. And I don't need to be, I don't need to be up in her business. And it kind of works, you know. And then of those people in the boot camp or running group, the, you know, the strongest relationships rose to the top. And I met those people and I've had dinner with those people and, you know, gradually went from calling them my wife's friends, <laughs> which they didn't like. They did not like me calling them my wife's friends, uh, to being, you know, friends of mine as well. So that's my thought, 15. It's just, she probably is just like, that's his thing. I, I, I think she, I mean, she, she's pretty confident. I can't speak for her level of confidence. I hope I don't disrespect, I know I don't disrespect her. I hope on this podcast i hope she wouldn't find anything i say involving her disrespect what are we fucking talking about 15 i I don't i don't talk about her like that but have you seen her tits oh my god (laughs) 
So I, I, I don't know, but now, since you've broached it, and feel free, like I said, to try to give me a little more, give me a little more info about why you're curious about that. Uh, maybe we can get some more, get a few more minutes of content out of it. And also, I will ask her, and I will ask her, when, when she answers, I'll try to figure out, I'll come back with here's why she does or doesn't, or... And you know, it's it's a podcast also. I, I have close listeners, people that uh, are that are in my life that I know listen to it. But it's like any podcast, you know, you or, no, or like not not I'm Michael Babaro. But some people come in and out, you know, and, and I get it. You don't necessarily want to listen to the same the same beat of the drum all the time, do you? I don't know. You come in and out. So some people will listen for months at a time, and then they'll take a month or two off, and they'll come back. And you know, what is important to me is the overall connection we all are having through this uh, this time. That's what's important. So I just want more people to listen to it. What I want is you to come see me do a goddamn stand-up comedy set tonight at Limerick. And that doesn't, it sounds like, and oh, he's going back to Limerick. It's time to wrap up. I'm not wrapping up the podcast right now. I'm just telling you what I want to do is go get some more water. I just wanted to help uh, be, be a service of our community. That's what I want. I want to stand on stage for an hour and a half to two hours on a Friday night, talk shit, laugh at you, laugh at me, laugh at the world, and then we'll all drive home safely. Or I'll go across the street to the hotel, fall asleep, and then uh, do it again the next night. But that's what I want to do. That's my objective. And you know what? I can. All right. Okay, 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 okay. So I will find out, 15, what the deal is with my wife listening to the podcast. I am going to get some more water. All right, I have I have replenished my water and also gra- grabbed a glass of red wine. I was thinking about I was thinking about getting my act together, obviously. And I think I'm going to keep working that bit a little bit on on the guns and where do we if you if you were at Limerick last week it actually worked lo and behold I don't know if it works when I talked about it on the podcast but um, the idea that you know what's the solution to the gun violence more guns where do we where else do we possibly solve a problem by creating more of the problem doesn't make any sense right and I said like no one is saying, hey, you know, we're going to cure obesity by fucking building some McDonald's. There was a time, and so Georgia, to set the context, reset the context, Georgia is going to very soon, when the governor, uh, who is running for his life, not like people who uh, are really involved in gunplay, but he's running in a race to be governor of Georgia again. What a legacy that is. I was like all those other fucking white men. All right. So he's he's being a big pro-gun guy. And pretty soon, Georgians are going to be able to walk around 
with weapons hidden on them that they will not need to have licenses for. No permits, probably same thing, right? Because of the epidemic of gun violence in the city, and it's so dangerous. And remember when those those Black Lives Matters protesters were just asking to to matter. Remember how dangerous that was, and the cops were fucking bullying them, beating them up at the time. Ugh. Anyway, the solution is more guns. That's like, so I've just been thinking about it. It's 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 gonna. I'm gonna riff on it tonight at Limerick. So come on over, but. Even Exxon is not like we need more fossil fuels. That will that will solve climate change. You know, nobody's like let's frack everything. That will nobody those even those fucking guys, Chevron of which, I hold stock. I am a Chevron. Full disclosure: I am a Chevron shareholder and have been for a number of years. Because why? Well, am I a hypocrite? Maybe. I don't know. I never came out and said, oil's bad. <laughs> Here's what I th- always thought about buying stock in fucking sketchy companies like Pfizer and Chevron. It's one thing. Well, it's all sketchy. But here's what I've always thought, and it's called what my stepdad would call pragmatic moralism. Shout out to my stepdad who just came through in the, uh, in the jank heater. My stepdad, you, you recall, is also my juggling instructor, who's been referred to. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but on the last, the last time he was here, I did, I did mention it. He gave me some tells, some indication, indicators that he might actually listen to the podcast. So if you do listen to the podcast, I really appreciate it, and I'm glad that we can connect this way. And also, I think about you more than I contact you, and I hope all is well. Not that rest listeners, uh, I, I talk to the man frequently, but I think about him more than I contact him. So that's just my uh, bullshit excuse of not reaching out more. Reach, we're going to reach out. We're going to circle back. But my idea in buying stock in Chevron or buying stock in Pfizer, these companies that are just... Uh, just ruining the world, except for Pfizer, which solved my coronavirus, is that it's one thing for them to get me once. Like, right, Chevron's going to get me at the pump. But I might as well enjoy the upside of that and have them, you know, send me a dividend check. Or it's, I would never do that. You know, I would do dividend reinvestment. A drip. Dividend reinvestment. All right. This is not a financial podcast either. Even Chevron knows that the way to slow climate change is not to fucking put more gas into the air. They know that's not the way to do it. Even big coal, pardon me, king coal, knows more coal is not going to cure climate change or slow climate change, which used to be, how long ago is it? 10, 15, 20 years ago? It was a climate change controversy. <laughs> we have played ourselves. <laughs> I can't think of anything where you add more, 
where you, you take a problem and you make more of it to solve the problem. The solution of the problem is more problem. Homeless people. An epidemic. A crisis in one of the wealthiest and, and most important, much like Saudi Arabia. All right. One of the most economically divided, stratified countries in the world. But nobody's ever like, hey, here's a homeless guy. You know what? He, he's been drinking Lysol all day long. And you know what's going you know to get him back on his feet? I'm going to surround him with 10 other people that are hallucinating. And that should get him into medical school. It's so fucking stupid with the guns. All right. Now I am going to wrap up the podcast, but I think there's a bit in there. I just got to I just got to write it a little bit. Oh shit, I will not do it now. I will try to remember to talk about it next time, particularly if you if one person emails me at yes joe smith tell us why in the subject. I will tell you I got fired by the woman who cuts my hair. <laughs> she fired me. She sent me a long message saying why <laughs> She can no longer cut my hair. And uh, and I, I don't have time to talk about it right now because I don't have the message and I would want to make sure that I I, I, uh, I honor her <laughs> intent. But I got fired from my hairstylist. My hairstylist fired me. So I need a new goddamn hairstylist. I need a... I need a you know what? I need a fucking barber. Can I find one in in Atlanta? Is there a barber here? Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you enjoy my voice, uh, tell your friends that it helps you fall asleep. Because I have heard that from numerous people, that it's uh, easy to fall asleep to. So, sweet dreams. And I will talk to you on Friday. By the way, Friday, if you've made it this far in the podcast, Friday, come over to Laughing Skull. I know I have a show, 8 and 10.30 p.m. Uh, and, you know, I'm out all week. This week, I'm doing a show in goddamn Decatur. <laughs> I don't know which Decatur I'm doing it in, Decatur or the other Decatur. And it's up to you to figure out which one I mean when I say that. I'm doing a show in Decatur on Thursday. I'm going out. I'm going out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday. I mean, I'm going out. And uh, I'm going back to Ackworth. Ackworth on my mind, the title of one of the podcasts here. I'm going back to Ackworth. I got a note from them. They said, hey, do you want to come? I'm going. A lot, of sh- a lot of shit is happening, not just in Ackworth. Thank you for listening. And uh, thank you for listening in Czechoslovakia. Sorry to call Kafka uh, a Czech. I know he's not that. You know, and, and it just came to me at the end of the podcast, 47 minutes in, the most, is it the most famous Czech writer? Uh, it's Milan Kundera, or Milan Kundera. That's, that's the unbearable lightness of being, slowness, and the unbearable lightness of being reminds me, rest in peace, William Hurt. All right, have a great week, and I will talk to you on Friday. Please come to Lim, no, I'm not please. Have a great week. Limerick is tonight, and if you don't go, you're fucking missing out.